You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. From the field to the film room to the war room, we've got you covered every step of the way as the road to the draft starts right now on BGN Radio. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the BGN Draft Show. I am your host Shane Half and you can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, threads at Shane Half NFL. I am joined today by my co-host and fellow draft enthusiast, Dives. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mr. Crockpot. Be sure to check out his podcast, Party on Broad, where he breaks down college prospects every single week. Dives, how are you doing today? What is up, guys? We have made it. We have finally made it. Uh, college football season is upon us. A lot of fun prospects to talk about tonight. Let's go. All right. I'm also joined by my co-host on Chalk Talk, Mark. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. underscore. Be sure to check out his tough cover radio show every Saturday. Mark, how are you doing today? I cannot put into words how excited I am that we're at, we're, we, we're at a week that there is football being played on the weekend. Like, we're you know. It's been a long time. It's been – I used to pray for times like this is basically what, what I'm saying. I, I can't wait for football this weekend. I'm happy to be here to, you know, in part talk about my favorite team and also my least favorite team uh, in college football. So that will be fun. I cannot wait to wake up on Saturday and have college game day on the freaking TV, man. There's nothing better. Are they in Ireland? They are. Are they going to Ireland? Wow. They're going to Dublin. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so uh, here's how this show is going to work. Each week, each one of us is going to give you an Eagles prospect profile, a guy we think the Eagles could be interested in, probably not many quarterbacks, uh, (laughs) but somebody that the Eagles might be interested in in the draft, names that you can watch for on Saturday or Thursday or whatever day it might be. Then each of us is going to pick a player of the week in a player of the week segment. And we're going to keep score throughout the season. Who gets the most player of the weeks correctly? Uh, Then Mark is going to give us a lock of the week from a football gambling perspective. And we will break down the biggest game of the college football week. Uh, If you can watch one game, this is the game you should watch. And we'll tell you everything you need to know about it. So we're going to start off with our Eagles prospect profiles. And I'm going to lead us off today. And I'm going to talk about offensive tackle Blake Fisher from Notre Dame. Uh, Blake Fisher was a four-star recruit coming out of high school who only played in two games as a freshman, but he played 12 games last season at right tackle. Again, the Eagles could be looking for a right tackle to replace Lane Johnson down the road. We know they like to go this direction early in the draft. He is 6'6". Our graphic says 310 pounds. I saw 327 listed on the Notre Dame website. We know that gets embellished sometimes, but he is a big guy. Uh, He allowed seven hurries, three hits, and five sacks in 2022. Uh, His strengths, I think he's really light on his feet for a guy that's his size. 
Uh, he's got good height and athleticism. He's got good block targeting on the move in the running game, which we know the Eagles like to get their guys on the move in the running game. Uh, he is a smart player who reacts to pass rush games, stunts and twists uh, and blitz as well. And he is powerful once his hands are on you. And I do think he's a little late off the snap at times, and he's not the best at mirroring speed rushers sometimes. There's some technical refinement that you could look for in his game. I think he's probably, right now going into the season, he's probably like a second-round pick, but he's got first-round potential, and he's a guy that could see his stock rise this season with good performances on Saturdays. Uh, Dives or Mark? Mark, you're the Notre Dame fan. Dives, you're the draft fiend. Do either of you have anything that you want to add on uh, Blake Fisher? Before I'll, I'll let Dives go deep, but I'll just kind of say from from Notre Dame circles, they talk about this guy like they think he can be like a top ten, top fifteen pick. Uh, you know, down the line, like this is a guy who they think is going to be an absolute blue chipper um, this year and going forward at the next level. And obviously, he's across from Joe Alt, which makes your job a lot easier. Um, when you're, you know, on a line with someone else who's generational, but he, the way Notre Dame people talk is, oh, we have two elite, elite tackles. It's not Joe Alt and then a drop off to Blake Fisher. But then you go look at some draft sites and they have him, you know, late day two, maybe even day three. So it's it's hard to get a gauge at this point exactly where value is going to be, you know, in fifteen months, sixteen months, um, but. I feel like there's a big gap there from what I'm seeing within Notre Dame circles and then kind of within draft circles. Yeah, one of the most underrated offensive tackle prospects in this draft. Uh, I fully agree with that assessment, Shane. First round upside for sure. Uh, and like Mark said, uh, 2023 will dictate that. I mean, he wasn't in my top five offensive tackles in this class as of right now because there are some heavy hitters with, with, with a Joe Alt. You know, with a JC Latham, uh, with with the Olu Fashanu, but uh, you know, I think Blake Fisher is right there, and um, we'll see. And here's a fun fact: he was a higher recruit than Joel in the same freaking recruiting class. Uh, so people kind of forget. Uh, people kind of have this guy in that shadow of Joel, who by by all means, Joel is going to be a top five pick most likely. He's that good of a prospect. Uh, but Blake Fl- Blake Fisher, if he puts it all together, man, uh, this guy could rise up the boards. Absolutely one of the more underrated prospects in the 2024 class. All right, Dives, uh, you throw out your guy now. Who is your Eagles prospect to keep an eye on this weekend? Uh, I, I went Mario Williams. Uh, we're we're going to go slot receiver. Uh, you know, you look at Quez. I don't know, you know, what – you know, the, 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 you know, longevity of Quez in this Eagles offense is down the road. Uh, more likely the Eagles will not be able to kind of keep him on this roster. Another team will probably throw more money at him. Uh, but slot receiver, uh, he's very small, five foot nine, 175 pounds. This guy's more so, you know, a kind of a day three uh, kind of dude. Um, but he, he's a very good prospect. You know, Jordan Addison is off to the NFL. This is his time to shine. Uh, Caleb Williams, we already, we already know all about Caleb Williams. Um, but he, he's, you know, Mario Williams is this like compact ball of energy. Great twitch, great short area quickness. Uh, just splices through coverage uh, with ease. Uh, run after the catch threat. Uh, again, major size limitations. Five foot nine, 
185 pounds. Uh, but I, I, I'm interested to see uh, what this kid can bring. So uh, he's got a newcomer uh, that just transferred to USC uh, who will probably get more targets. Uh, but Mario Williams is definitely uh, one to watch uh, and maybe underrated. I don't know. All right. We've got a Notre Dame offensive tackle, a USC wide receiver. Mark, who's your Eagles target to keep an eye on this weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 bizarre to say someone on the USC defense because I know that this isn't necessarily a college football podcast. It's more of a draft podcast. But the storyline for USC's season is your defense just has to be yeah. below average. And Shane, you've heard this story a lot, I know, as, a, as an Oklahoma Lincoln Riley fan. You're going to have a top three to five offense. You have a generational quarterback in Caleb Williams, even more so, I think than what Lincoln Riley had in guys like Kyler and Baker and Jalen in terms of what they did in college. I think Caleb's more skilled. What USC needs is just an, you know a passable defense. Just don't be atrocious. Don't be an abomination. And a big part of what they're going to need to you know improve on is their secondary. All that they had in their secondary last year was one guy, and it was Kalen Bullock. They need guys around him to help him out. They need guys, especially uh, transfers at the cornerback position for USC, are really going to have to step up. They were brutal last year at corner. Kalen Bullock had to cover up a lot of kind of inefficiencies in their Alex Grinch defense, which seems to always have inefficiencies. But Kalen Bullock has played two years at USC, and you know he's a third-year player. Like it's not he didn't redshirt. He didn't have a year where he barely played. He basically played almost starter-level snaps in 2021 as a freshman. 473 snaps, four pass breakups, two interceptions, 77.5 QB rating when targeted. And then last year is when he really kind of excelled and made a name for himself in terms of the draft you know, industry. He played in 13 games, logged 784 snaps, four pass breakups, five interceptions. Um, and this guy, is it's not like we're talking about just someone who's a production merchant. He's 6'3 at the safety position. This guy's got freakish traits. His his arms are like Sauce Gardner arms is what I kind of like, what, what kind of first came to mind. Obviously, he's a safety Sauce Corner, no player comparison. But he has that freakishly long arms and that wingspan. And that's why you've seen, in part at least, I think he's got I'll be curious to see how he jumps at the combine because his leaping ability at the catch point is unbelievable. I mean, the ball skills speak for itself. Seven picks in two years with, I think, 10 pass breakups in that two years. The guy is just always around the ball. Um, and I expect more of the same this year, especially on a defense that's going to get thrown against so much. They're going to be up in so many games. You're going to get a lot of opportunities to see Kalen Bullock tested in a lot of different ways. Maybe not in this week. Um, against a little bit of a cupcake, but throughout the year, you're going to see a lot of Kalen Bull. Yeah, yeah right. no, that's the story. That's the story for USC. They they are, they are going to go, in terms of college football playoff, as far as this defense takes them uh, if they get there. Uh, the, the, the Trojans' defense allowed 4.9 yards or more uh, on the ground eight times last year. They were the eighth worst team defensively in FBS in uh, yards per allowed per play. Um, I have Kalen Bullock as a top five safety in this class, and it's a sneaky, really strong safety class, uh, a group that could change uh, d 
depending on how 20, 2023 plays out. Andrew McCuba out of Clemson, James Williams out of Miami, Cameron Kinchins out of Miami, Javon Bullard out of Georgia, and Kalen Bullock out of USC. And we're not even talking about a guy that's playing next Thursday for Utah and Cole Bishop that I think has oodles of upside. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about him tonight, but I'm kind of mad about it. Uh, but we'll save that for next week's show. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, Kalen Bullock is legit. Yeah, college football stretching week one over two weeks really messed with me reading the schedule and figuring out what games were this weekend. So we had to do a last second pivot on some things here. But so there you have it. Some Eagles prospects you can keep an eye on. If you want to watch Notre Dame play Navy on Saturday, you can keep an eye on offensive tackle Blake Fisher. If you watch USC play San Jose State, you can keep an eye on wide receiver Mario Williams and defensive back Kalen. Bullock. So now we're going to turn the page to our player of the week segment. We're each going to make a pick of who we think will be the player of the week out of the three of our picks. There's no repeat picks per week, and you can only pick a player one time for this whole season. So I'm going to go first here. I didn't want to burn my Caleb Williams pick in week one, especially against San Jose State when they might be up by four scores in the first quarter and then run the ball a lot. So I went with wide receiver Dorian Singer, who was a transfer from Arizona, where he had over 1,000 yards on 16.7 yards per reception last year. Now, this is the second year in a row USC has gotten their wide receiver one through the transfer portal. It was Jordan Addison last year. And how did he do in his first game? He debuted with a two-touchdown performance for USC. So, Uh, Singer was one of the best deep ball wide receivers in the country last year with 14 catches of 20 plus yards, which was fifth in the NCAA. I'm going to give Dorian Singer my player of the week endorsement. I think he's going to catch a couple deep balls before they get the starters out against San Jose State. So that is my pick. Dives, who is your player of the week pick? That's a really good one. Dorian Singer is great. Definitely one of the new uh, best transfer, transfer players uh, this past offseason. I'm going to go Marshawn Lloyd uh, just because I think he might get a little more touches than Dorian Singer, who I think is a better prospect than Mario Williams uh, by far. Uh, but I think uh, Marshawn Lloyd should be able to carve up this defense. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd is a five-star recruit. You know, he's had some injury issues with a torn ACL. Um, you know, he transferred to USC, uh, I think, from – South Carolina, I believe, uh, but he's looked really good in spring practices. Uh, you know, he's got uh, the ability to make defenders miss with ease. He's a playmaker, uh, lightning quick feet in the open field. Uh, he can hurdle over you or blow by you with his speed. Uh, this guy is going to lead the, the Pac-12 in force missed tackles, no doubt about it. So Marshawn Lloyd is my pick. I, I think he's uh, – He's a no-brainer. All right. So two guys from USC, San Jose State. Mark, are you going to make it all three from the same game, or are you going somewhere different? Who's your player of the week projection? I'm going to go somewhere different. I'll I'll go to the Notre Dame-Navy game. And I'm still in a honeymoon period here with Sam Hartman um, as Notre Dame's quarterback. Um, And so I have a feeling – I'm not going to want to use him once I, you know, once I'm watching him every snap, I'm not going to be as infatuated with him as I am right now. But to have a guy at Notre Dame who has had the seasons that that Sam Hartman has had um, over the last two years, he's the leading passer in the history of the Atlantic Coastal Conference. Like at Wake Forest, he played five years. The guy's going to turn 25 
during this college season. Like they have a veteran playing quarterback at, at, at Notre Dame. And for so long, Notre Dame has really lacked at the quarterback position, whether it be Ian Book, whether it be uh, after after Ian Book, Drew Pine came along. Jack Cohn was a one-year transfer and a stiff in the pocket. But all those guys were prospects or all those guys were transfers that, you know, didn't work out at their first place. So they were trying to figure it out at Notre Dame. This guy is not a guy like that. He was the prized possession of the transfer portal. Um, he was one of the two or three biggest transfers of the entire offseason. So I'm pumped about Notre Dame, or I'm pumped about Hartman going here. And Navy has a terrible team. Navy is going to be bad. This year. <laughs> First year head coach. They're going away from the triple option. They're changing the scheme on defense. This is going to be a rough game for Navy. If Notre Dame, you know, I, I, we're obviously going to get to picks, but I, I I definitely think that this is an opportunity for Notre Dame's offense and their new offensive coordinator, Gerard Park, Parker, who has taken a lot of guff all offseason because not exactly the sexiest move for Notre Dame to hire their tight ends coach as their offensive coordinator and play caller after they refused to pay $3 million for a buyout for our offensive coordinator from Utah. I'm complaining. But I think they'll have a little bit of room to go out and flex their muscles. Uh, so uh, Sam Hartman is my player of the week. All right. Uh, good pick there. Although Navy, triple option team, might shorten that game down a little bit. I remember no, they're not running it anymore. Are they not? This is their first year. They're not running. They have a new coach, new new system on offense and defense. I are you sure? I thought the coach said that they were going to retain the the triple option. Uh, from what I was reading, they were they were doing normal pro style offense. Interesting. Okay, I was going to say I remember. I just remember an Army OU game where a few years ago where OU got like six possessions the entire game because Army was going on like twenty four play drive. <laughs> ridiculous. So. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, before we get to our game of the week breakdown, uh, we're going to throw it over to Mark. Mark does a lot of fantasy football stuff. He does a lot of gambling stuff. And Mark is going to give us a lock of the week every week. So, Mark, 
what is your game pick this week? Who's your lock of the week for week the first half of week one? I guess I should say of college football. It, yeah, by the way, it does look like they're running some triple options still. I, that's crazy. I, I I was reading all this stuff. The coach initially said he wasn't going to run the triple option. I'm seeing now that they will. Uh, that's 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 frustrating. But Notre Dame, I, I like them minus twenty and a half against Navy. And you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of those numbers this week, and especially week one, two, three, when these teams play against these low level teams, and you might be scared off by it. But don't be. Last year, Notre Dame had their worst team. Navy had their you know, one of their better teams that they've had in a while, and it was a closer game. But before that, 34 to 6 Notre Dame, 52 to 20 Notre Dame, and 44 22 Notre Dame. And two of those were on the road. This one is in South Bend. This is the best quarterback they've had in a long time. They have a good amount of draft prospects. Notre Dame has an absolutely brutal schedule. They, I don't think it's going to be a year they compete on a national level. But I do think it's a year that they're going to be able to beat up on the bad teams in a way that they weren't last year. So uh, I think Notre Dame absolutely lays a beat down here. I do right. like the over as well, but not as much now that I know about the triple. That Notre Dame schedule is brutal with, you know, obviously um, what Clemson, oh. uh, they, they have Duke, I think is going to be underrated this year. Um, Duke Ohio, over State. Ohio State is really obviously great. Um, yeah. They have two of my teams in my playoff in Ohio State and USC on the schedule, and then Clemson's the top 10 team as well. I think Duke's the top 25 team. I love Duke over six and a half wins, by the way. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's a a brutal, brutal schedule. Riley Leonard on Duke is an electric factory. Yes, right. Dude, that that guy is definitely the most underrated quarterback in this class. Easy. I agree. By the way, something I thought of when you were talking about Hartman is that no one should ever say Atlantic Coast Conference because that sounds so weak compared to just like ACC. And I know it's the same thing, but <laughs> nobody should ever say Atlantic. It's Coast not a Conference. cool. It's not, it's cool. not a cool name. So, <laughs> all right. So Mark's lock of the week is Notre Dame minus twenty and a half against Navy, uh, and that is going to bring us to our game of the week breakdown. And there won't be as much overlap when there's more than like a half dozen games in a week, but. Our game of the week breakdown is going to be that Navy at Notre Dame game. It is on TV Saturday at 2.30. The game is in Ireland, which is where college game day is. Uh, Navy head coach Brian Newberry is making his debut. After spending the last four years as the defensive coordinator for Navy, uh, he did turn the Navy defense around pretty quick over those few years, and they ranked third nationally against the run last year. I can imagine that's because it's all they practiced against with the triple option attack, the offense employed. Uh, we've already talked about him, but Navy or Notre Dame has a new quarterback in Sam Hartman who transferred from Wake Forest to be Notre Dame's quarterback this year. And Navy's going to run some triple options, so the Notre Dame run defense better be ready. Dives, uh, what are your thoughts on this Navy-Notre Dame game? It's going to be a slaughter fest. Um, Notre Dame has uh, another really fun prospect that's non-eligible. His name is Benjamin Morrison, one of the top playmakers Last year, I think he's a sophomore this year. He's going to be a top pick in a couple of years. Uh, but, you know, you look at uh, this amazing offensive line uh, for the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Uh, you look at a, a maybe an underrated running back in this class. I haven't really had the opportunity to scout him yet, but Audric Estime, uh, a running back for Notre Dame, going up against one of the better players for Navy and Colin Ramos. Uh, he's a linebacker. Um, and then you've got another matchup in Jack Kaiser, a linebacker for Notre Dame, going up against 
a Navy quarterback named Ty Lavatai. I probably butchered that, most likely butchered that. Um, but this should be an easy two-score game in favor of Notre Dame. All right. Dibes has Notre Dame. We know Mark has Notre Dame because that was his lock of the week. But, Mark, any other thoughts you want to give on this game? I mean, Dibes hit on a couple guys. I mean, Benjamin Morrison was named to the preseason All-America second team. Jack Kaiser's a guy who I know people are expecting a lot of big things from and even more kind of a breakout. I think he had five and a half sacks, I think, last season. Um, so I think people are expecting more of the same. Um, a big guy that I'm going to be watching out for and I, a, kind of a, a different running back than you see nowadays is Audric Estime. Um, yeah. Audric Estime is a big boy. He is a whole lot of running back. Um, I don't even really know who to compare him to. He's too like lean to be to be Derrick Henry compared to. Not that he's as good. I, we're talking about at a college level, but just body wise, like just a huge, huge running back, and he runs like it. So um, he's going to be a fun watch, and I think watching him against guys like Navy, uh, that, that'll be fun. So I'm seeing, by the way, I got it mixed up. I got my troops mixed up. Army is officially moving away from the triple option. Navy, <laughs> Navy is uh, Navy is apparently going to run a lot more shotgun concepts and will run non-option out of it as well due to the anti-cut blocking rules that were wow. that are now in effect. I didn't know about that. That's something that I'm reading here. Um, but they'll, they'll still be running a lot of triple option, apparently more from the shotgun. Fun fact. All right. Well, that'll be fun to watch. I'm a big triple option guy. That's why I always liked watching the service academy teams play. I think it's fun to watch. It's different. Yeah, I, I like yeah. that there's a brand of football that's different. Georgia Tech used to run it for a really long time. Um, they don't anymore. It still blows me away that – like the best receiver of all time and Calvin Johnson came from a triple option school. I know. That's I know. just they bizarre. A, they had a couple in that run after Calvin too. I'm sure there was guys that went there because of Calvin in some ways, but it, it's kind of funny. They kept having good receivers. It's like, why are you going there? <laughs> <laughs> for two for two targets a game, but yeah. All right. So we are unanimously picking Notre Dame at Navy. Hopefully our game of the weeks will not often be games with a 20 plus point spread, but like I said, it's cupcake central for the first few weeks of the season. We're going to, this is going to be a three parter next week because there's some bangers next week. Yeah. Well, Florida state LSU action. (laughs) Oh man. So we will get in, we will get into those next week. You guys check out those names that we mentioned uh, on Saturday and then tune in next week to the next BGN draft show. And we'll get you guys ready for the next weekend of college football so thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the bgn draft show if you enjoy the show be sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all the shows on the bgn feed whether that be on the bleeding green nation youtube page or the bgn radio podcast feed you can check us out on twitter i'm at shane half nfl dives is at mr crockpot mark is at mark henry jr underscore we will catch you guys next week for another episode of the bgn draft show Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. 
You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com slash Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com slash flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 